catch. Yellow. Michael Miguel Denoma. <laughs> now, listen, Denoma, based on that, we're going to start with you. Like, that's an aggressive hello, considering the depths of despair that uh, Raps Nation finds itself in. Uh, so we are going to quickly re- recap the past week, which was the uh, the week that culminated in the Raps' seven-year stretch of playoff appearances uh, going by the wayside. So uh, with that, Deno. Take us through your thoughts. My thoughts is um, I owe Kitchen $100, first of all. For my, uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, how did I stay Switzerland in that? Oh, <laughs> that's when, Bart, Bart, if you were in on the bet, I would have won. I know that would have happened. <laughs> so, so, Bart, I hope you actually put a new date in your calendar. June 22nd is the NBA draft. Yes. So we're going to have a, we're gonna have a party. We're gonna party. No, I, we are gonna. You're right. I'm gonna. Be, I'm gonna be in quarantine in Canada, and so I will definitely be ready to party. Um, but that is true. I mean, I don't think we've been excited about the draft in a very long time. Uh, actually, is that when's ping pong ball night? Twenty uh, second. No. Well, oh, that's the, when's the draft? Oh wait, no, the draft. One sec here. Oh, come on. Daniel. Oh, it's actually during. It's actually during the, the playoffs. I, I have to go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They're in the, they're in, usually in the, usually one. I think it's usually the finals when you actually see them do it at a halftime. They do it at halftime of, of well, one of the games. The, the finals are in July this year. Okay, so it is on the playoffs. It is June twenty second then. So it, it for it's ping pong balls. It's June twenty second. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so that is yeah. the big day. We have got to yeah. land. Uh, by all uh, pundits, uh, draft pundits, this is a five person draft. Somehow we got to get a ping pong ball in the top five. But I can just see us right now in the six hole. So we have a seven, we have a seven and a half percent chance of uh, getting that uh, top pick. So hundred balls for those people who don't do math. If there's a hundred balls in there, seven and a half of them belong to the Raptors. Yeah, so, that's for the top pick. I don't even care. Just get me top five. I think anywhere in the top five is the top pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's not a big, not a big variance from one to five. So they say, right? Yeah, so yeah. let's, yeah, let's take our, let's get in that little. Um, section of the lottery and let's move on and let's forget about this horrific stretch of basketball that we've been watching. So <laughs> what dawned on me last night watching that game, um, could you imagine, and we've talked about this slightly before, but could you imagine if that was your product for a full <laughs> season and not even for one full season, but for multiple seasons, imagine being the Knicks prior to this year for the past 10 years or the Timberwolves for the last 10 years or for the, you know, the, to that, so, the, the the Nets post Carter Jefferson era, like those things that went on for years in the shithole. Sacramento, Sacramento's been the same. Sacramento. Yeah. I mean, I, I can tell you what I wouldn't be doing. I wouldn't be podcasting about shit teams like that. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, like, look at Cleveland. So are we, I hope we're not the new Cleveland. Like Cleveland won the title, lost some players, and they, how long are they stuck for here? Like, are, are, I, let's not, let's hope we don't settle into that Cleveland uh, uh, oh. level of, of, of activity. They lost. They lost to Braun and Irving, though, within yeah. within two years, right? So, yeah, and I mean, they mortgaged futures for like yeah. they had nothing yeah. behind that, right? They mortgaged yeah. futures to keep LeBron happy and you know placate yeah. him, trying to win one more championship. So I, I don't think we're in that state, but you know, we're not. I mean, again, it depends how you feel about the core, which is Freddie, OG, and Pascal. It depends how you feel about that. Like that to me is a core that's gonna maybe get you to forty one and forty one. Right, and you'd be trending seven seed. Mm-hmm. Bart, you I left out Boucher. You left out Boucher yeah. there, Bart. Where's yeah. Where's Boucher? He played great last night. He played amazing. 
You know what? He didn't play well enough to get me the player points over. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. He finally makes a three to get to 16 points. Player prop is 17 and a half. And then they call that timeout. And I'm not joking. So I'm watching on the feed where there's, there's no commercials. So I can see the guys walking off the court. And then before the play comes back, and I can see them walking back on the court. And I am like searching for Boucher. I'm like, oh, fuck. He's sitting for the last three and a half minutes. Fuck. You realize you and maybe five other people are actually still in tune, in tune at that point of the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was dialed in. I was every shot. The guy, he's two for 10 from three point land last night. He's shooting 45% for the year. He's two for 10 last night. He's off an injury. Come on. He's got to come back hot. If you're not ready to play, then don't play. How about that? Uh, all right. So here's my question. Kitch, I'm going to start with you. Uh, out of that lineup that you saw last night, do you believe any of those players, and if so, who are they, that has a long-term future with the club in a meaningful, contributive way? So, like, are they going to be on the roster? Like, we know a couple of those guys are going to be on the roster, but do you see anybody that played in the, you know our top seven last night that contributes to our team in a meaningful way next year? I think Trent does. I do think Trent does. I know you are often off and on with him, but I, I think I think when you have a good starting core, I think Trent will. Uh, Trent will. Will be somebody that will make a mark, and I, I think we'll need him. I, I, I still like Watnabi. I think Watnabi, um, with with good players around him, can actually excel in that environment. Like when he's got to be one or two coming out of the, coming off last night, where he's he thinks he's the shooter. Like I don't think that's good for him. But if he comes with with the the fifth or sixth or seventh guy off the bench, I think Watnabi's got some potential there. So those are probably the two guys that stand out for me. Gillespie's uh, he's uh oh. Deno? Okay, well, it's, it's Gillespie, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Deno, you seem uh, outraged at something Kitch has said. <laughs> I, I'm I'm angry at Kitch. He didn't say Boucher. He, did, he didn't well, say Boucher. No, no, no. Where we, didn't, did, we don't count we Boucher. Talked, talked I'm talking about Boucher. Boucher's yeah. in. He was, he was one of our starting four key guys. He was one of our four key guys. You know, a couple things okay. on that. Okay. Deno, first of, all, first of all, let it go. I know. All I'm right? done. I'm done. Let, you need to let it go. But obviously Boucher is part of the core. I'm talking about the I'm talking about uh the Gillespies, the Birches, the Wantnobbies, uh, even what's his face. I can't think of it. Why why can't I think of our draft choice? Oh, Malachi. Flynn, like Flynn. Uh, yeah. How many of those guys out of that out of that group I just mentioned? And God, I still like Bembry, by the way. But um mm-hmm. uh, who's Denno, who's contributing next year? Yeah, Flynn. Like definitely. I don't I don't think Lowry's coming back. So I think I think Flynn's getting twenty at least 20 minutes a game next year, 2025, I think. So I I put Flynn in there. I don't know. I, I like this Harris guy. I have no idea. I just like, he just likes to shoot. He likes to shoot and he doesn't mind taking a tough shot, but like at the end of a, end of a, you know, shot clock and stuff. So I like him, but I haven't seen enough of him, but and I, I might catch. I like that Wananabe guy. He, he brings it every night. I actually like his defense. He brings energy. I know Bart, you hate him. I know you hate him. You hate everybody. I don't hate him. I but, don't hate him. <laughs> I question his ability to contribute on a night in, night out basis. Doesn't mean I hate someone. I'd say the same way I feel with you guys every pod. I question your ability to contribute pod Bart, in, pod out. Bart, you know who he is? He's Tony Kukoc. He's Kukoc. He's lefty. Kukoc. Jumper. Kukoc. Kukoc. Wherever you want to call it. That's uh, who it is. He's the next. He's the next guy. Well, I listen. I would take a version of Tony Kukoc. That's for sure. I totally would. That'd be awesome. I don't see it. I haven't seen it yet. Um, all right. Well, here's. I think, yeah, Harris, I think that we haven't, we haven't a big sample size yet, but clearly I think he's going to get a shot next year to be on the roster. Whether or not he contributes, I don't know. But I would say I actually feel a little bit stronger about Gillespie than I do 
Birch being a contributor next year because I, I don't think either one of those guys start next year. So you got to bring somebody off the bench. But I like Gillespie for 12 to 14 minutes a game. Come in, get you five or six dirty rebounds, a couple of blocks. Like he had a couple of great blocks last night. He, he does, you know, I I do not enjoy Leo's commentary on a, on a game, but he did talk a couple of times about how Gillespie seems fearless. And I kind of agree with that. He, he kind of mixes it up with whoever. Yeah. I like his energy, like being one of those energy guys off a bench. Um, so I, I think he's got a shot. I do think I'm, I'm warming to Malachi. Um, even though I think he still shoots way too much, he needs to be less shot first. Uh, Trent. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to include him in that. Uh, obviously if we resign him, he's going to contribute, but I'll tell you what, he is a massive black hole and that ball hits his palms. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, he's never played though with with the start. Like, I I think that black hole disappears when the starters come back. Like he's he's in there thinking he is the guy on the court. He's the number one oh. guy on the court. So when when the other starters are in, he probably thinks, okay, I'm the third or fourth guy. So hopefully the black hole doesn't stop at that point. Like wow. none of these none of these guys have been tested with with the starters out there. And, and I'd like to see like we got a whole bunch of guys that are kind of the same that that could could be good. Could not like Flynn, Harris, Watanabe. Like all those guys could be good, but we've never had a real good test of them in the in the position they're supposed to play and how they relish in that position so lost season yeah, I, again lost I, season. I would agree it's it's a mixed bag we don't really know I, I guess it's fair to say we don't really know what we have it's probably 20 games in the next season before we really understand what we have what roles these guys are going to play and, and how does that look i still think we don't i mean i'm i'm fearful of our scoring ability right i just don't think we have a lot of pop uh scoring wise uh, unless a guy like gary trent becomes a bit more enormous uh, who I want to talk about that I want to talk about your little link you sent the other day about Norm. Uh, we'll update that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think obviously it is. It's a lost season. Jury's out on what, on what we really have. But but with a week to go and our boy Kyle Lowry uh, resting for free agency, apparently, um, I I'm still perplexed, and I know we're rehashing this, but this seems to make is it, like how do we not have a second round draft pick for him? Something. This guy is clearly going to walk, um, and we are left with absolutely nothing. And unless we do a sign and trade, which I guess is not, we can't rule that out. But in sign trades, you get nothing back. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think the whole Lowry thing uh, has turned into a bit of a joke, a bit of a disaster for from a uh, you know setting setting us up or doing something with an asset. I mean, it's the Patriot way, right? You got assets, you have to do something with it. Yeah, like we we've we've ch- we've chosen to not play him down the stretch here. So so that makes no sense to me. Like if, if if we kept him, then we are keeping him for a playoff run. And if we kept him and then rested him for free agency, that is ridiculous. That is a that is a big X on management for the year. I might have to change the name of my jersey for next year after after this move. <laughs> but uh but I, I I'm pretty sure that if they don't get anything like if they, if they can't do a sign and trade and he walks and we just left the cash and they're going to spin it like, oh, well, we got more money in the bank. Well, we, you, you just gave up a proven entity for somebody else who's proven themselves. You could have got for that for that uh, for that trade. So it is it is mind boggling that Ujiri did not get this done. I thought it was interesting that they actually so they rest them, rest them. And then they actually let them play against the Lakers, who were one of the teams interested in. And it was almost it was almost like Toronto saying F you. We're gonna play a, a pissed off Lowry, like they always say, don't poke the bear. And would he get thirty seven points that night? And then, yeah, and then two days later, 
Yeah, and two days later, he's rested again. <laughs> he's rested totally. again, right? It was like it was a total mockery. Like it, it just made that was total an yeah. fu, Daniel. That was oh, a total, total, was a total fu. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, yeah, but you know what? It's an fu to the fans too. It's an fu to everybody. It's not just the Lakers. It's an fu. It's an fu to everybody. Like, like I don't get. Like we are five games out, give or take. Might might be. Four. Yeah, I think we're five games out of that. T- not that I'm saying that was our aspirations, but think about the games that we lost this year. Think about the games uh, that we could have won. Uh, so for, uh, there's two categories, right? The games that we lost to teams that we should never have lost. Though. There's at least five of those, right? And then there's got to be at least another five or six that we fucking had looks at the end of, end of games that we could have easily, th- th- that could have flipped. Like we could easily be a six seed right now. Uh, again, I don't think it's a meaningful playoff run, but we'd be in the, we'd be in a playoff sort of scenario that we'd all probably be a little bit more excited about. And then with the flip side being, we get nothing in return for Lowry. We don't end up in the top five. Uh, of the of the ping pong ball mix and it's like and then we and we're and we're entirely unsure of what we have going into next year so yeah there's a lot of questions going into the 2021 2022 season in my opinion so bart yeah those five losses too that, that we, it's now referred to, we got pascal we got pascal and all those, and all those <laughs> what what mr clutch <laughs> what are we talking about how dare you mr clutch <laughs> i seriously if we don't find someone else to close next year, we'll be in the exact same situation. The, the man, the man cannot close. You know what? I would not want him on my sales team. He cannot close. <laughs> would he be part on your sales team? Would he be like a lead generation or like he'd be building pipeline? Is that what he'd be yeah, doing? He'd be, oh yeah. He'd be a pipeline builder. He'd be like, yeah, listen guys, I've set the table. Don't just someone else come in here and slam the door shut. And I will, I'll take a third of the commission. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I listen. I don't know, and I'm, all, and I'm getting very tired of Stanley Johnson starting. Oh, like, Stan, like what? What? What do these guys see in Stanley? Johnson? Defense. He's he's good defense. I think. Don't you guys oh, think? I don't even. Come know. on, Deno. What the? Like, what are you basing that? Get okay. <laughs> Please explain. What are you basing that on? Do you watch the games? I do watch the games. I think he's. I think he's an above average. He's not an OG defender, and I know he's just average. Right? I know. I know that as well. But I think. I think he's a good defender. Like he's he's above on. average. I thought you were moving on. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think you've hit your fucking head one too many times. Is what I think. <laughs> he's a good defender. He is a. He's a pylon out there, both on both ends of the court. He is. Well, no. Well, okay. No. What? Why does Nurse bring him in though? What? No. Why does Nurse bring him in when there's a defensive stop needed? What? Why? Why? Because because Nurse is an idiot. He's a like. What? Whoa, whoa! Now he's being brought in when there's a defensive stop. <laughs> well, we haven't needed a defensive stop in three weeks, so I'm not so sure that that's that's relevant here. But I don't, I don't understand where you. I don't. I don't know where this would even come up as being a topic of conversation with anyone who who watches NBA basketball. You're the only person in the history of NBA basketball that says Stanley Johnson is a good defender. <laughs> well, our team doesn't win. Like no one's watching the Raptors. He's what? Well, why is he starting for his offensive like power? No, he's it's got, his defense. He's got pictures of Nurse. He's got pictures of Nurse. <laughs> or I think Nurse every time Nurse. Puts him in the starting lineup. He giggles and then looks over to Masai. See? <laughs> yeah. Plans coming together. Yeah. 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 Better pay yeah. <laughs> made a bet. We're going to win five of the last 10. We're going to screw him. That could By the be way, then if they win out, would that give him four? If they win I've already their last paid three, catch. Would that give them, I would only give him four. Yeah, I've, I've already, I think, I I've already yeah, paid I think catch. it's over. 
it's over. <laughs> All right, listen, let's uh, let's not belabor these uh, these these points. Uh, we'll come back to we'll come back to the Stanley Johnson lockdown defender for another time. Um, so I think that's it. I think we're done. I think we're going to wrap up the Raptors chat here. I don't, I don't think it's much. well next week. Uh, and I'll and I've talked about it in the opening, but next week we've got a special guest, uh, Aaron Rose, who's going to come on and give us a bit of a, a recap of the, the season that was. Uh, so that'll be exciting. So we'll we'll definitely re- we'll do a one final recap of the Raps uh, as we move into the playoff season. So, uh, but with that, uh, we're going to talk a couple other. Uh, issues uh, NBA wise as we get close to the playoffs. Um, I, I know I didn't put this on the agenda, but let's just talk quickly. Some of these um, play-in matchups look juicy. <laughs> yeah, so we got I got that under a gambling demo. Bart, let's go back to gambling. Though. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. All right. Um, then then let's not talk about it here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's talk gambling. Uh, now, the other thing that I and I wrote down, and I do mean it because it's actually it's actually getting hard to watch. So I've been watching a little bit more basketball lately, and I do like to watch the Mavs because I like watching Luca. But I don't know if you notice this, uh, and maybe producer Mike can help us out here. But Luca is one shy mm-hmm. of getting an automatic one game suspension, which does carry over uh, to the playoffs. No, it resets uh, it resets in the playoffs. So you get st- you start at zero again, and you're allowed seven in the playoffs seven. before before you get before you get turfed again. Yeah. Yep. Are you sure? Yep. Draymond Green. Draymond Green against uh, Cavs that happened. He got seven. Yeah, I know, but I thought there was something around that because he had so many in the in the regular season that 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 there was some sort of carryover. Actually, mm-hmm. no, producer Mike can definitely help us out here. So fifteen. Maybe. So you get you get fifteen. So he's got fifteen now. If you get sixteen, he gets he gets a suspension. Yes, he, and then for yeah. every two he gets after that, he gets another game. So if he gets two more, he gets another suspension game, two more in a yeah, but in the playoffs or no? No, that's regular season. And then the playoffs, right. you go back to zero and you start again. I, I don't think that's right. I might not be right. I might have made it all up. Yeah, we we'll look it up. Producer Mike's on it. Um, but there is, and obviously we know this with having Lowry on our team, uh, and it's an epidemic in the league. But Luca is like at the top of the list. He's he's surpassed. Of course, we don't know if Lowry complains anymore because he, he doesn't play. So we don't know if he still complains. But um, Luca, he is like it's brutal to watch him play. Actually, it's every play, every call. Mike, what, what do you got for us? Producer Mike, with the stats. So I got this. Here says a do technicals reset in the playoffs, and Kitch was correct. The good news is for uh, Luca that the uh, league's technical foul count will reset beginning in the postseason, at which point Doncic won't be suspended for a game until picking up seven techs. Uh, so Doncic has to make it just six games without being whistled for another tech to avoid missing time, but he is one away. It's tough. Right, it's well, tough always being right. It is tough always being right. I will I will obviously validate that with my other producer that you guys don't know about. But I'm, yeah. um, so, but it is like, it's, he is like, it's unacceptable, right? The way he bitches and moans about it. And it's unacceptable. The refs put it up. Like I would, I would be teeing him up as quickly as I could, if I was the next referee, because he is a disaster. And I think it's a lead. Well, like I said, it's a lead. Well, I guess you LeBron obviously has his issues with that too. But Luca, like, have you guys, have you guys watched or noticed that? And the fact I couldn't believe when I found he was one away, like that's a lot of technicals in a shortened season. Yeah. He, so he's tied yeah, with, he's tied with, you know, who he's tied with. Howard, he's tied with Dwight Howard. So Howard's the other guy oh, with. Oh wow. my God, Jesus! And Howard doesn't even play. Like <laughs> Howard plays like nine minutes a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's yeah, impressive. it's it is a, it is shocking that uh, that he gets there. But the thing I did like about when I when I reading up on it recently when you when you put it as an agenda item is the fact that he's at least taking some ownership. Like you get you get guys like Cousins yeah. and those guys that sort of say like the refs are stupid. Like he's going, no, I, this is me. I, I'm I'm too whiny. I got to improve myself. So I kind of went, all right. I'm, I'll give you. I'll give you a bit of credence in the fact that you've taken some ownership in the fact that you're that you're a whiny European. 
and that you have to uh, have to fix that. <laughs> Kitchen, our Kitchen, are you still angry at Cousins for yelling at you? Yeah. Like you, you bring him up as your example on refs just because he yelled at you. Like you need some count, counseling. No, counseling I, for no that, that's a good point. Seeing as like Cousins on the second ten day contract of the season, he hasn't played all year. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a good point uh yeah i just i, I don't like it Dan, do you, have you have you noticed it with luca i actually just read an article on it uh two days ago but and he said he's gonna stop it like he he he's accountable i whine too much i let it get to me so much and like, like how old's luca is he 22 or something i don't know God, he's, yeah he's 22 yeah it's like he's gotta he's gotta get this in check or it's gonna be a disaster right it's good. well it's just it's i mean it's killing his brand because he, and mm-hmm. he actually does have a brand um mm-hmm. obviously these guys it doesn't necessarily matter as much anymore because they make eight gajillion dollars just to play the game for let alone endorsements but still it's just it's it's horrible it, it's ugly to watch and i guess i get now when people are talking about larry all the time like we watch it so we kind of we maybe don't notice it as much or care as much but when you're watching on the other team the guy do it oh it is infuriating so I find, I yeah. find Le, like LeBron, LeBron falls in that camp for oh. me. Oh, for sure. everything. He's he was terrible in the bubble. He was he just, terrible. In the but bubble. he doesn't get the technicals because he's got that. Like when does, when does Luca get to that point where he gets to the LeBron level where he's a, he's a, he's a, one of the best players in the league and we're going to keep him around. We're not going to give him the, uh, give him the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the technicals basically. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, look at LeBron. Yeah. And I think we, I can't remember if we covered this or not, but I think we did like, look at him. As soon as things aren't going his way, he bitches and complains, right? As soon as it realized, Oh shit, we might be in this play in scenario. Oh, yeah. He comes out and rips the league saying that guy, whoever Seven. came up with that should be fired. Meanwhile, your fucking representatives, right? The, the players association signed off on it. Everyone agreed to it, but he just never thought he'd be in that scenario. And all of a sudden it's a big fucking deal to him. LeBron's about LeBron. Right? Yeah. I know it's just too bad because I really, you, you do want to kind of, like him or revere him in the same way with Jordan because he is that good, but yeah. he makes it. He makes it hard. But well, like, have, guys, we've watched LeBron like our whole lives. I don't re- ever recall him getting a technical foul. Like, I can't even think of a game that I've seen the last like three years. Like, he'd have to like like punch a ref in the face, and they go, ah. he didn't mean to punch him right in the face. He just got him in the nose. Like, like well, what, like, what's it going to take? Here's a question. I'm getting uh, angry. Pretty- I'm getting angry now. Here's a easy Boucher. Uh, here's a question, producer Mike. Uh, has LeBron ever been kicked out of a game? Of, uh, and I think he has once. I know Jordan. Uh, I think Jordan got kicked out of a game once with two T's. But the other question is, how many T's does LeBron have in his career? If you can find that. If the Google can find that. Which I don't right. know. But I think LeBron has been kicked out at least once in his career. Everyone yeah, gets kicked maybe. out once. Probably when, he's down, when they're down 30. When the refs know that it doesn't matter whether he's in the game or not. But... The re- in a in a in a game that's within ten points, there is no way they are turfing. They are turfing no. LeBron. No way. No way. Oh god, no! I mean, fuck. Let alone foul out. How many games? He, how, how many times he ever fouled out in his career? It is. Listen, the NBA. That's a whole other tangent. The NBA refereeing about how they they clearly make calls based on the number of the back of the jersey. They clearly make calls to wait and see what happens in the play. I, I mean, and then yeah, it's that's a whole other segment. That's all they're saying. Um, all right, but I think. Oh, here we go, producer Mike. So I just looked this up and I asked, I asked the Google machine if LeBron's ever been kicked out of a game. And uh, I see here that 
Uh, LeBron James at one point missed a shot in 2017 as he drove to the basket, believed he was fouled. He complained and continued to yell at referee Kane Fitzgerald, who gave him a technical foul and then ejected him. James told NBA TV after the game, I've never been thrown out of a game in my life, and I think that's the only time he's ever been kicked out. There you go. I told you it was once. I know. Yeah. I love that. Kane. Kane. It sounds like a WWE name. Kane. Kane took him down. <laughs> Kane took him out. Uh, all right, listen, moving on. That's the, that's that's all we got, NBA NBA side. Well, we will get into the full playoff scenario, matchups, odds. We're gonna that's all next week coming with uh, uh with next week's show and Aaron uh on the on the pod. So uh but listen, we are gonna we're gonna slide into backyard gambling with a uh dotted line to Bobby Baffert and what's happened in um the world of racing. So as uh I, I think as most gamblers you generally only gamble on horses. Like if you're, if you're not a horse guy, like Kitsch and Kentucky Russ are degenerate horse people. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I do not like Kentucky Russ was my bookie all, all week. And that did not go well. And I, and, and to this, to this day, uh, he's not acknowledged the fact that there's a controversy and that perhaps my bet should come back to me seeing as there's no, but uh, we'll, that's, we'll talk about that. Um, but this whole Baffert situation, two things. One, do you believe them? And two, I don't think I agree with the fact that the bets are settled. If that fucking horse gets disqualified, I think I think the bets have to be disqualified. How? Like, but how? Like, how can they do it? They paid it. They paid people out. Like, you've got cash in your hand. You're gone. Mm-hmm. You, it's you, cash you, business. Well, yes, I I understand that, and I'm assuming in a lot of those places they haven't already. You know, for me, like if I had won, I doubt I would have immediately withdrawn my money. So I'm guessing the account's still there. You could obviously suspend the account if you wanted to, right? You could tell the person, listen, here's the deal. We're we're settling that back up, or we're locking your account out of it. I mean, there. Oh, listen, so I'm not I'm not saying you, I'm not saying it's a perfect there. way. You're going there though, but I, I'm I'm thinking more of the guys at the at the OT, OTB tracks, which have which are getting the printed tickets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, they catch ticket and that's gone. So now do you now the guy who has a Cancel ticket. He comes in. He gets his money back, and you've already paid those guys out. Like that's the real. I the 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 offshore betting accounts. Yeah, they could freeze those and and back them out. I, I think they could they could correct those. But but tickets tickets ticket wise, I think you're, you're who who gambles in cash anymore. What year is it? Oh, the U.S. do because they they don't have they're not they're not allowed to do uh, the uh, the uh, online gambling gambling. So they go to the the, the U.S. goes to those off track off track oh, betting sites. They can now. Most a lot of the states are bringing it on. That's that's changing a little bit. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, when you're at the track, I'm not going to be gambling electronically. I'd be. I would absolutely gamble in cash. That's true. I mean, there's obviously there's no way to rectify or deal with that. So, uh, but it, it just seems odd that this can happen. And by the way, why are these results coming out two weeks later? Two weeks. Yeah, Bart, right? I do ridiculous. Bart, I do have a solution for this. If you want to think ahead, outside Dan. the box, so I had <clears throat> I had some thoughts about this. So. Remember the great days of baseball <clears throat> with Sosa, McGuire, Giambi putting on 50 pounds yeah. before joining the Yankees, hitting like 500, 500 foot bombs. Bonds, if you recall Barry Bonds, his shoe size went up three sizes in, in one year. They should allow horses to do whatever they want. No steroid testing. Dope it up. And, and we have one minute miles. We, we have one minute miles. And there's like horses raging on roids. Like they're getting ready. They're like jumping up and down and stuff. And they're going crazy. Bart, I would watch that. That's the way to stop this, Bart. Get them all juiced up. 20, well, 22 feet. Like they're 22 feet tall. 22 feet tall. 22 horses. feet <laughs> tall. <laughs> yeah. 
big muscle horses, like like Giambi sized horses, <laughs> like, literally the ready Trojan to horse. go. Kick the Trojan, the Trojan horses. horses. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. There we go. Well, isn't there that old uh, SNL clip where it's the all steroid Olympics? And then the, the guy goes to do the, the deadlift and his arms come off and the blood's spurting <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. In response to what its sponsors claim is an idea whose time has come, the first all-drug Olympics opened today in Bogota, Colombia. <laughs> Athletes are allowed to take any substance whatsoever before, after, and even during the competition. So far, 115 world records have been shattered. We go now to correspondent Kevin Nealon live in Bogota for the weightlifting finals. Kevin. Dennis. Getting ready to lift now is Sergei Akhmudov of the Soviet Union. His trainer has told me that he's taken anabolic steroids, Novocaine, NyQuil, Darvon, and some sort of fish paralyzer. Also, I believe he's had several cocktails within the last hour or so. All of this, of course, is perfectly legal at the All-Drug Olympics. In fact, it's encouraged. Akhmudov is getting set now. He's going for a clean and jerk of over 1,500 pounds, which would triple the existing world record. That's an awful lot of weight, Dennis, and here he goes. You know, you hate to see something like this happen, Dennis. He probably doesn't have that much pain right now, but I think tomorrow he's really going to feel that, Dennis. Back to you. Thank you, Kevin. I like that. You know what? I'd have no problems with that in all sports, right? Uh, I mean, that, juice it up. We're all in the same playing field, and then... You know, we could bet on when they're going to die due to their steroid use. That would well, be like a. It's, a, it's a not the, It's not the same playing field though, because you you get like the guy who can afford the really expensive juice and the guy who can really get the little juice, and so it's, it's oh, never. You know what? There'd be enough. There'd be enough criminal activity to make sure everyone was well funded. I don't even <laughs> have to worry about that. And I don't think funding of the of the top steroids would be an issue. <laughs> uh, well, Dan, I, that's a that's a good suggestion. I, you know what? I bet you. I bet you right now, Bob Afford be for it. <laughs> Yes. But do you guys, so do you believe them? So it's like in 2019, I said, this is far, this is where I got found. He had, he had failed 29 drug tests in his career. 29. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So like this, um, this was, this was his fifth horse in 13 months to test positive. So, so like, do I believe him? Not a chance. Do I believe him. like he's, 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 he's 29 times. Like this guy, got caught with this one. He gave a little bit too much of something that he thought was going to get detected. He is guilty as sin when it comes to this. Bart, Bart, do you believe Ben Johnson uh, did uh, did steroids? I, 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 heard, I, I heard someone put, I don't think he did. I heard someone put something into his water bottle. That's, yeah, I believe he got, spi- he, he got set up. He got spiked. It absolutely was spiked. I mean, oh, he looked like a normal, healthy human being running that race. Baffert's blaming his groomsmen. He goes, well, the groomsmen, maybe they, they were gone. Saw- Another guy snuck in and did it. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're grasping! He's, he's, yeah. he's just—it's not me. It's—it's it's my groomsman. Poor guy. I know. So, fifteen bucks an hour. The question is: Does does he survive this? In, like in a meaningful way? Like, is this like Deflate Gate? It gets—you know—it'll be—he'll get suspended for whatever amount of time. And he'll come back, and everyone will be like, "Yeah, no problem." Yeah, he'll survive this for sure. He's the big. He's the biggest. He's the biggest fish in the pond in this in in the horse racing. So, he'll definitely survive this. I know, but it's it's kind of it's a tarnishing. So this was like his seventh Super Bowl, right? I mean, this this kind of tarnishes the legacy. I would say. I know. Look at look at Brady. Was Brady's tarnished this year because of the uh, the flake date? Well, I, yeah, I think I, I think the Patriots are are outside of your little bubble, which is all you New England fans. Like there is that sort of like, well, they 
they've been caught cheating a number of times, 29 times, probably they've been caught. Uh, and I think there, I think there is, I think there is going to be a bit of an asterisk when you're talking about those teams 25 years from now, be like, Oh yeah. Remember that time they, they filmed the other team's practice and they knew all the plays. Oh yeah. Right. And that time they stole the signals from, uh, the Jets and fucking Mangini told like I mean there will be the I remember that time when Tom Brady's hands weren't big enough to handle real football, so he had to take the air of it. Yeah. I think that will happen. Mike, so there Mike, you go. Michael, any comment? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. All right, well on that note. All right, so Kitch, uh you wanted to lead this segment in uh, our ga- uh, backyard gambling. So um so we're going to talk. We're going to talk about the seven ten matchups and the eight nine matchups. So Bart, why don't you and and I forgot myself. Why don't you uh, enlighten us on how the seven ten playoffs happen? So, and I'm not sure. Uh, I love this, but here's how it happens: the seven eight teams play, uh, and the winner of that game's in. They're the seven seed. So the eight seed beats seven seed. Doesn't matter. They're in. They're the seven seed, uh, and then they then await the winner of the nine ten game. Uh, and then they will play off, and that that winner, if you're staying with me, connect the dots. You stay becomes the eight seed. Yep. So seven seed loses. They then play the winner of the nine ten game. The seven seed uh, wins that uh, game, and they become the eight seed. So they could flip a spot, right? Or they could be out. Like so, it's in theory. Like if LeBron and Lakers are the seven seed, I mean, in theory, they could lose two games and they're out. And we don't see the Lakers. I don't think that's likely to happen, but I'd love to see it. I really, really would. All right. So then our gambling section this week is going to be touching on that 7-10 setup with just another caveat after that. But So the uh, you got Boston. Boston looks like it's going to be solidly in the seventh spot in the East. They they got their three games back of six. They're two games up of uh, of of eight. So it looks like it looks like Boston can settle in the seventh seed in there. They got, oh, yeah. got Charlotte, Indiana, and Washington are all within half a game of each other. So that they are they are they are tight in that race. And of, so of those three teams, Charlotte, Indiana, Washington, I guess I'll come to you and say, who's the best team of those three, Charlotte, Indiana, Washington at the current time. Well, I mean, I think if Beal is healthy, I hate to say it's probably Washington. Yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent. Washington was, what was my, it was they're They're right now in the 10 spot. They actually are one game back to the other two teams. Um, but but Boston Washington. If I'm Boston, I do not want to see Washington in that in the in those games. Or if I'm Charlotte, I do I don't not think want to anybody see does. No, Daniel. Well, Boston just lost Brown for the year too, right? Like yes, yes, yeah. Like I like I like Washington. My only concern is that they had to fight so hard to get in the playoffs. Like they've been playing playoff basketball for a month. Are they going to get tired? Westbrook's a bit older. Beal's not old, but. Um, if Beal's healthy, I would definitely take uh, Washington. Like they've, I, I bet you Washington's like thirteen and three in their last sixteen or something. Like they were, they were like eleven and one at one time, but they they just they just don't lose. They lost the night by you know, you know by one. Indiana's just horrible. Um, yeah, I I really like Washington. Last night. Yeah, yeah, I like. Uh, yeah, Washington I do too. too. I do too. So that if we if we all like wash who's who's our other team? Does Boston hang on there and come or does Boston lose too? Like Charlotte is now back and healthy again, coming yeah. in here. Um, so like if I had to pick two teams, I'll let you guys pick two. But uh, my my two teams are Charlotte and Washington. I don't think Boston yeah. gets three. I think Charlotte yeah. and Washington are the two, the two coming out at seven eight. 
Well, I, I definitely don't think Boston gets. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would short Boston for sure. I, th- I just think they're a bit of a lost season as well. Uh, there's some issues in that uh, that whole organization right now. So it's hard to pick Charlotte, but it's also hard to pick Indiana. I mean, yeah, I don't know if Hayward's back for Charlotte by, by, by then, but yeah, in a one gamer, yeah, all right, I'll go with that catch. I'll follow your lead. If I'm if I'm a betting man, which oh I am, um, I would take uh, Washington and Boston. So Washington to beat Boston, and then Boston to beat some chump, uh, probably Indi- um, you know, who, Indiana or whatever. No, who they play? Well, it, d- it depends who because because Deno Boston's going to play yeah. Char- Charlotte technically, now, right? And then and then the yeah. loser plays. So yeah, the, so the, Boston the- Boston would, would would lose their first game and then win their second game to get the eighth seed. Is what I would is what I would bet on. Because they're gonna be home, be home for both those games. They got, they home got for both. Those That's teams. right. So then, you're, would be then the, you're yeah. probably right now. You'd be Boston, Charlotte, then, um, unless Washington can beat them in the in the can jump the standings because they got to get. They I would know. have to. Get, they'd have to get up to seven or eight. Then, yeah. I will. I will bet a significant amount of money that Washington. Get, Washington will be one of the top. They will be in the playoffs in a full seven game series. Unlike the Raptors, which I think Deno made that prediction a while ago, they'd be in a seven game <laughs> series. Uh, <laughs> I believe Washington will be in that seven-game series. Yes. Yes, Yes, Mike. So uh, with Gordon Hayward, I just looked that up. He just shed his walking boot. He's going to have to take some time to ramp up his conditioning. Like, I don't think he's going to be a part of this. They'll be lucky to have him back if they get through the play-in sequence. To get maybe the second half of the first round, he'll get him back. That's that's my opinion. But he just Mm. got out of his walking boot. Oh, all right. Well, so Charlotte's out. So now we got Washington. <laughs> uh, yeah, all of a sudden I don't like Charlotte. No, I don't either. <laughs> those t- those teams are horrible. Like those teams are so bad. Yeah, they're, they're the top six. The top six in the, the top six in the East are better. Yeah. Are much better yeah. than seven to seven to ten. So that seven ten game is going to be a one game. But I don't think e- no those those seven to ten teams are aren't going to win a series. I don't. I don't think that seems unlikely. Yeah, they got to play the Nets. They got to play the Nets or the uh, Sixers. Okay, let's look at the West. The West is more interesting. So the West, as of right now, and this 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 is this is ever ever changing, but the, the Lakers are in the seventh seed right now. They're one game back of Portland and Dallas, who are five and six. So we're gonna hypothetically say the Lakers stay at seven. Then you got Golden State at eight, Memphis at nine, and San Antonio at a solid tenth. So San Antonio is gonna be tenth. They are they are in that no. unless they really stink the bed and and, and don't no, uh, they're in. They're in. Don't, yeah. don't lose yeah. and don't went through it. But so then you got the Lakers in seven, Golden State, Memphis. Golden State's getting hot now. So the Lakers, Lakers, right, as it sets up now, the Lakers will play Golden State in the first, the first matchup. Um which would be awesome. Who's got music going? Right. A little interlude, yeah. just a little interlude there. Yeah, a little interlude. <laughs> Nice. Just doing some research. Just doing some research. <laughs> the uh, so, Dan, what do you think? Lakers, Golden State. What do you can, the, can Golden State knock them off in a one game series? I don't. I don't think so. LeBron, LeBron's come back uh, next game. I can't see the Lakers losing that game, but I do think Golden State gets the gets the eight seed. So they lose the Lakers, and then they probably play Memphis and and beat them. I'm not. I'm cheering for Golden State to beat the Lakers, but I think the Lakers will will win. Yeah, I mean, I think that will be one of the highest rated uh, games on television. If that's the in a one game, uh, do or die, that would be, I mean, I would be all over that. And I would be, yes, cheering and probably betting for Golden State. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's hard to see them. I mean, Golden State, you just really don't know what you're going to get uh, day in and day out. But 
they have been playing a lot better lately. They just beat Phoenix. Uh, was it Phoenix last night? Yep. Yeah, it was Phoenix last mm-hmm. night. Yeah. Um, you know, they're playing pretty well. And Curry, I mean, I mean, Curry didn't have a great night last night, but that's because he gets he literally has three guys on him every time oh. he touches the ball all of a sudden. So uh if but Draymond's playing great basketball right now. I, I think he's got half a dozen um triple doubles in his last sort of 15 games. Like he's playing pretty well. And some of the other guys, and Wiggins had a big night last night. So yeah, I mean, they're dangerous. Oh. Uh, but you know what? Then so so is Memphis. Right? Like I think you're staring at uh Probably a Golden State Memphis to see who gets the eight seed is my guess. And Memphis is playing pretty well right now, which we're going to win that bet. Well done, Kitch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if I if you told me to pick two right now, I would probably pick Lakers and Memphis as much as I'd want Golden State in. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get. I think you'll get a good. Like, I think you'll get a so good go. betting angle for Memphis because I think I think Memphis Golden State Golden State will be favored in that game. Um, just from fan oh, interest, yeah. I would say. So I think you'll get a good Big money time. line. On, Good money line on Memphis over Golden State uh, on that uh, on that uh, on that game. Yep, I, I agree with will, that. We, we will know next week. Well, when is that? When's that first playing game? Is it Tuesday? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it is. Makes and sense. The, the other the other one too, and I'm, I'm only going to throw out one other matchup that is a potential matchup if things plan out here. And you you just hit the head you just hit it Bart with Phoenix Lakers so you could have you could have the Phoenix Lakers oh, I know. in the first round like two seven poor Phoenix poor Phoenix is right Phoenix Phoenix yeah. gets to a two seed and and the, and you watch like the Clippers they lost a stinker before the Raptors I can't remember who it was but they they I, it's almost like the Clippers are playing for the three seed I don't think they really want to get that that two seed and and you know, Utah's far enough ahead so yeah when's to start Mike. Uh, we've got it here. It says May 18th to May the 21st okay. is when the uh, play-in tournaments happen. That's Tuesday. That's next Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, so we will be potting. We'll be potting next Tuesday <laughs> before that happens for sure. Uh, Boys, I, David, some, maybe. Yeah. I got some interesting stats here about, we, we always talk about home court and stuff, right? So just some quick stats here. Typically NBA, the home winning percentage home court is about 56 to 58 percent in the playoffs since 1984 playoffs. home court playoffs home court goes to 65 percent in um in the nba and the playoffs so you probably ask what happened last year last year um in the regular season home court was 55 percent last year the lowest ever last year what do you guys think it is this year Again, the lowest ever, 51.7% home court. So, like, I, you know, no fans, playoffs, probably a bit more, but like, I think we're going to see a lot of dog wins, like a lot of think, away, right. a lot of away wins, betting opportunity. You're right. I think you're right. I think you're bang on. Have you guys, have you guys heard? I haven't heard, but is, do you know what capacity they're allowing into the stands for the playoffs now? Well, I heard they were going to bump it up. My stadium. Oh, it is by stadium. Right. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Let's get out of here. So, uh, Deno, you failed miserably in your when we assigned you the rabbit hole. Kitch, you've also failed miserably um, because I assigned it to you this week, and you said no, I can't do it. So once again, here's my rabbit hole, and I, I actually got a couple of them. Um, but this is this started. This is one's actually from uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I was so I don't know what one of the sites I always go to people make fun of me I go to Yahoo still I don't know why I just it's yeah it, it has a little bit of everything uh, and then they've got you know they've got banners that goes through with stories and they've got all these little like, sub stories underneath it but anyways so you know what po- the one of the things that came across was uh, and this is the, the order 
of how I found this shit. Okay. This is the rabbit hole I went down. So it was the story I clicked on was like 90 people found in a home in Houston. Right. So the story was here were a bunch of illegals huddled in a home in a suburb in Houston that the neighbors finally like, this doesn't seem right. There seems to be a lot of cars and a lot of activity in and out of this house. So of course the you know, immigration comes in and like, and it's a whole big story. Um, but that leads to, you know, so when you go into these stories and obviously all these other stories click out, that leads to, uh, a story on an autistic. This is a, like this is on Yahoo, so I'm not like I'm not uh, I'm not going to like the dark web for this, but it talks about the life of an autistic sex worker during a pandemic. <laughs> Which, so again, I clicked on that because I was intrigued with what that even fucking meant. Uh, so that was that was uh, also an interesting story. I won't I won't bore you with the details of that story, but uh, if you're interested, just Yahoo search autistic sex worker during a pandemic. Uh, which then led to Alec Baldwin uh, having a sixth baby with his whatever current wife. Um, and but this is this is where I I'm confused. Uh, they have their sixth baby after baby number five was five months ago. Is that possible? Uh, that is. I, I don't. They've had their sixth baby. So this is like a riddle, right? This is like the tr- train A leaves station. Uh, <laughs> station B 90 minutes after it's like, fuck. but I'm like, I stopped and I read the article and it says it in the article. How is that possible? He's had a sixth baby only five and a half months after their fifth baby. Maybe the, maybe that last baby no. was, was born premature at four months. Yeah, maybe, but fuck that would be, that would imply they were pregnant like two seconds after the fifth fucking baby was born. Like that's, that's hard not, to do. It's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's aggressive. That's very yes. aggressive. Aggr- but you've had a long time without, so maybe you're you're eager to get back well, in the listen, I'm going to throw this out to our to our audience. If someone can figure that out for me, I'd appreciate it. Uh, which then led to uh, my last story of this rabbit hole uh, was that gymnasts are now going to the full body suit uh, because it's now legal. Do you know it was not legal before to wear the full body suit? So like the wearing the like like the full leotard from ankles to shoulders whereas you know a gymnast before used to have like sort of the bikini bottoms with whatever they had on top uh and it was all about uh they felt they were exploited and it was bullshit and they they, the movement is and now they can which i had no idea i just assumed that full body suits would have always been allowed and legal but they are now so there you go that was that was my that was my rabbit hole and that was a good hour that was a good hour of that rabbit hole by the time (laughs) i i got through it all so that was um uh and then but a quick one uh the other day so, uh, Yahoo again. Uh, I found this kind of impressive. The first uh, person with Down syndrome to qualify for uh, an NCAA uh, college championship happened. Uh, Amy Bockerstedt. So there you go. <laughs> well, it's good. It's a little radical, but yeah. yeah. Down syndrome. Down syndrome golfer competing in NCAAs. Sure. I'm not really sure all these how all these articles tied together, but it's it's interesting. They all have interesting headings. I know it is. It's amazing how these links. I know. I don't know. See, this is where I think they're they're doing. Obviously, as soon as you search on something, they've got the algorithm on you, and did they start spitting shit out? And look at uh, the autistic sex worker. I was like, boom, yeah, I'll, I'll click on that. I would like to see where it would take you after you you somehow got to female gymnastics wear, like how you got to there, and then where that would take you next. Like that's that's that would. That was available to me after the Alec Baldwin perplex, perplexing story. It was, Bart, on, that, just it was make, on that page. Bert, just make sure no one in your family is watching your laptop when you're like going down your rabbit hole because you're going to get some weird content. 
<laughs> I know it is weird. It's bizarre. I know, uh, but it is. It is the, uh, that's the rabbit hole. That, that's how it happens. Next thing you know, you've lied in your bed for an hour and you've read nothing of value. Uh, but that's the hole. That's the rabbit hole. I'm looking forward to it on Saturday. <laughs> I'm looking forward to my rabbit hole search on Saturday. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's good. Uh, okay, I think that's it for the, the rabbit hole. So we are on to Orso is what drives you crazy. All right, Daniel, you want to, I'm sure you've got seven, but we only have time for one. So go ahead. Only, okay, only one. This one has been on my radar for like a year and I have never used it. So I've lived in a few places. I've lived with different people. I have never seen like my house, my sink. The sink in my house has everything in it. It's got tea bags. It's got craft dinner. It's got rice. It's got uh, chicken wings. Everyone just like no one cleans up. No one cleans off their plate. They just chuck it, chuck it all in the sink. Turn the water on, and then when you when you go to clean it, you gotta stick your hand hand in there to pull the plug out. And what are you doing? You can garbage bin tea bags out of here and stuff. And it's like, what drives me crazy is there's a garbage. Garbage goes in the garbage sink. <laughs> sink. You use the water and you clean it, and you put it in the dishwasher. That's right. what drives me crazy. All right, hold oh. on, Dental. Hold on a yeah, minute. This is a rabbit hole. I could go on. This is a deep rabbit hole we could go into here. All right, all right, Dental. I I had a key to a, a place that is called the Seagram Lofts that you once lived in. And there was a lot of shit in that sink a lot of times when I came over. So I don't know Whoa. what the pot called up kettle black here. Go on. Wait, wait, Kitch. Was it was the plug ever in with water with no, all no. the no, exactly. So no. if you were listening, you and Bart don't listen to my what drives me crazy, what's really drives me crazy. I was saying you can put stuff in there. Don't have like the water going and all this stuff. So that when you go and do it, you got the chicken wings you're pulling out, all your dishes are greasy and all that kind of stuff. That's what drives me crazy. No, Dennis, right. listen to me. All First right. of all, don't do not time in. Kitch going way back in the annals of when you lived alone. That's to, that's not an apples to apples comparison. You've matured somewhat. Uh, I use that word loosely, but I agree. Like that's I hate that shit. I even hate in my house people stack dishes in the sink, making the sink then unusable. No, you don't stack dishes in the sink so that I can then take them out of the sink and put them in the dishwasher. Don't stack them there. Never stack in the sink. The sink needs to be a usable space. So I'm with you, Deno. That's terrible. Don't invite me over for dinner. I learned that lesson from my three weeks in Bermuda. Deno, that was enough. Yeah, I, I you do know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it drives me crazy. That really does drive me crazy. You know what? That could be mine. I mean, it's not mine this week, but that should be mine because it. Does, my family does it all the time. And then, not, and then not rinsing a dish before you put the dishwasher also drives me crazy. <laughs> all right kitch go ahead so my drives me crazy at the moment so we are the only province in canada Here that has go. closed their golf courses pandemic is widespread across our country people know they hear about that but the premier of ontario has decided to close all outdoor recreational facilities in ontario including golf courses no other province in the whole country except for Ontario. Last year in Ontario, they did not contract or they cannot contact trace one COVID case back to golf courses. Yet they're closing golf courses. 
this virus, it does not survive as well outdoors in the sun. That is proven. It doesn't spread as well in that, in that environment. The, me- the mental health and overall general well-being of Ontario residents has not been taken into consideration in any of these decisions. Vegas is 80% at capacity, and we can't even use our golf courses. That is driving me crazy. Did you say Vegas? 80% Vegas. November. November, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah, listen. I mean, it does seem bizarre. Even though, like, wasn't it like a degree and a half in Ontario the other day? Like, who's, who, was, who was golfing yesterday? I don't think anyone was golfing yesterday. You know, I'm angry I, today because it's sunny today. It's sunny today, so I'm angry today. I think the, I think the virus would have done very well yesterday in that cold weather. It would have actually. Yeah. <laughs> it would have but I hear you. Yeah, you know what? The outdoor. I mean, they have proven the, being pretty much an outdoor, not in like tight, tight quarters. You're pretty. It's pretty safe. But listen, Ontario's a mess. Ontario's an absolute mess. Listen, this just goes to show. You, this is what happens when you have poor. When you really don't have uh, solid leadership. This is the sort. Of, this is when bad situations become worse because. It's how you it's how you deal with the crisis, right? It's not you can't like Doug Ford couldn't prevent the crisis, but how he's handled it, yeah, ridiculous. Same with Trump. Like Trump was a disaster. Trump, like we were talking about this yesterday, Kitch. Yep. People in the U.S. are like, "Oh fuck, it's great. We've solved everything. We're back to normal." Except for the fact that hundreds of thousands of people perished because of the way you dealt with this. Uh, the way you dealt with it, right? So, like, people are, are forgetting about the the loss of life. Uh, in all of this, but yeah, it's just a mess. I agree. It's just a mess, but it was nice to see you mix it up this week with your, um, what drives you? Well, it's still, still political driven, still political driven. No, that's what I mean. I, I was a joke. I, I don't think you actually mixed it up. It wasn't, it wasn't really a mix up. Uh, all right, listen quickly. And then we're out of here. Uh, it's along the similar lines. The U S is having a major problem uh, because of this pandemic, because now they can't find anyone to work anywhere. So, right. And talking about decision-making. So these governments, at the state and federal level decide to hand out all this free money uh, without thinking necessarily all of it through. I am all for supporting people uh, that actually need the money that jobs have been taken away, that they are, uh, you know, they're going to suffer as a result of this, but you cannot provide this handout that now impedes people from going back to work. And that's, or not even impedes them, just doesn't motivate them to go back to work. There is a massive shortage in the service industry across the United States. People of not being able to get cooks, dishwashers, uh, wait staff, uh, even uh, lower level management people, because they're not, they don't need to right now. They're sitting there going, I can take the summer off because I got enough money to survive. Like that is crazy. And then the general public is obviously suffering as a result because, you know, you just can't get service anywhere. It just like, that is a ridiculous thing that I believe is driving not just me crazy, but anyone who wants to eat at a restaurant, it's driving them crazy. <laughs> so there you go. That's, that's, what I got. that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Bert, I, can see, I can see that. Bert, you can actually eat at a restaurant? Is that, is that true? <laughs> Come on down. All you got to do is slip across the border. And you slip. Yeah, slip. You can do whatever you And then go, go through the, the interrogation on the way back. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, for, you know what? Uh, a meal indoors, well worth it. <laughs> all right listen we gotta get out of here aob anything anybody well you were you were gonna bring i got one thing but you were gonna bring up your uh you, you skipped right over your uh golf not to make the cut bet yeah. oh yeah i did forget about that oh yeah and i do have it so um 
a nice little almost 10 to 1, and it's great. Spieth and Westwood, not to make the cut. Parlay that, little baby. This is my AOB. Parlay that. And let me tell you why. Spieth, which I just found out because I was rabbit-holing a little bit yesterday and found that Spieth is coming off COVID. Oh. You you look at most golfers who have come back after their COVID uh, experience, and it's, those results are not great. DJ, terrible. Speed to mm. miss the cut. Westwood, forget about Westwood. It's all over. He had that nice little run. It's mm-hmm. over. You short him whenever you can right now. That's 10 to 1. Get on it. <laughs> and so my AOB is I'm I'm in a golf pool, a year-long golf pool, which uh, oh, you have to geez. pick you have to pick two players to make one of the two players have to make the cut for you to survive in this pool. It's like a survival pool. Well, Bart missed out on that pool last week. And Bart's gonna love this. I decided now there's only down to us 12 of us left. And the only person I know in the pool is Stover and, and myself. So I've reached out to Stover and we are now going splitsies. So if oh. Stover wins, I get half of his winnings. And if I win, I get half Edge. of Stover's winnings. So yeah. it's a great way to keep us interested for the rest of the year. And uh, I, Bart, I'm trying to bring that up because Stover and I decided you would love that strategy. You think that's I'm, text, I'm texting Stover right fucking now. That's ridiculous. That is <laughs> okay. so That is so douchey. So Kitsch, awesome. Kitsch, Kitsch, you're hedging. Bart's shorting. Like, what's with you guys? We guys all those stock talk. Talk to you guys. We're not allowed to. No, like I know. Stock talk. Yeah. So, Bart, my only my only AOB is if you recall last year, uh, a certain uh, shooter for the Los Angeles Clippers that you hate that you said would not have an impact on That's the right. team, Marcus uh, Morris Senior. Senior. Yeah. Do you know what he's shooting from three point this uh, year? It's it's good. It's a good clip. He played well 40, last night too. Forty-seven percent. He's third in the three? league. <laughs> That's, That's, impact. Start- That's an yeah. impact player. He, That's no, an impact listen player. again. This was this was based on last year, and you guys said he was going to have an impact in the playoffs, which he didn't. That's why they didn't make it to the conference finals. I won that yep. bet. I was right. This year, whatever. He's playing well this year. Good for him. <laughs> so is that is that impact forty-seven point one percent? Bert, we, yes. we talked about the playoffs. Oh, great for him during the regular season. Good for him. Good. Let's see if yeah. he wins him a game in the playoffs. Let's see if he wins okay. him a game in the playoffs. We'll do that. Okay. That's all I had. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Take well, it away, Kwai. Yeah. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win. Ha, 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 ha.